Hey, what's up, guys? We are good to go. Welcome to Twelve Questions. Hi, Anna. Hi, Alex. How's it going? Oh, it's going really well. Uh, I'm glad. It sounds like you had a spiritual experience today. We were talking to somebody who who had a bunch of time. Yeah, thirty plus years of sobriety in the back of my Toyota Prius, and she was dealing with uh, how her stepson had a neck injury from bodyboarding and how he was dealing with the complications of like you know oh should he take pain medicine or should he take cbd or like Mm -hmm. weed oil and just like the strongest stuff you can get that is thc based and i was like well i don't know that's always a weird question with sober people like is weed okay or is it not is it medicinal That's well, such a a blurry line that we have to deal with. There is a really uh, there's a really good pamphlet in uh, Narcotics Anonymous called "In Times of Illness mm-hmm. and Medication and Recovery." Answers mm-hmm. a lot of those questions. You can Google them, by the way. I think mm-hmm. the, I think the deal is if you're in pain, you can take pain pills. Just don't take more or according taking them according to prescription. But they're okay. If you're in pain, you, you need you yeah. need to take a pill. Period. Who's this over here? Identify yourself. David. Awesome. I have 17 years. All yeah. right. <laughs> That's right. That's amazing. And David David and I, I just realized I have this um, like wall of just framed stuff that my sponsor, <clears throat> my sponsor tries to remind me to always tally up the wins, you know? And she had framed a poster from, hysterical. The, from the show that I first earned money. Wow. So that was to a lot of comics. That's when That's you a become a real comedian. Yeah. yeah. How much did you make? $10. Ten, ten yeah. $10. <laughs> In Garden Grove. Made, In Garden Grove. I made, I made, he gave me 15 Yeah. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to Johnny Flowers. I, and yeah. uh, I have better negotiating skills. You. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. This is a man who can work a do- flowers. <laughs> this is a man who can work a door deal. That yeah. is. Uh- <laughs> That's a thing, and uh, and in you know, shout out to Johnny Flowers. It was at a uh, was it? It wasn't at the two hundred two. Where was it? It was at a recovery. I, I've been there before. It was a like a recovery and Alano house, like an Alano club, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and uh, and yeah. So I look at the. Uh, I was getting dressed and running out the door to come down here, and I look real close at the poster, and there's David. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> so it's all it's all comes full circle. This I is had, that was a great gig it was a great gig I had a great time at that gig it was fun should have given me more money yeah, yeah. right that yeah, was funny i was that's working how we always feel well i think it was it was a tips-based show with a bunch of comics on it yeah yeah probably eight or nine i think eight or nine yeah um so that always you know you got to spread those tips from you know with all 900 people there that's right so yeah. you get like 27 cents yeah. Yeah, about twenty seven. Basically. It's yeah. like it's like getting a royalties check from a movie that <laughs> flopped is basically but uh I took my three year old to that gig. She oh. was she was two and a half, but she sat there and she applauded in all the right places. Oh that's so good. It. She's like, I know what jokes are. Yeah. And she laughed. She was laughing in all the right places. You did well, David. You're raising a solid human being as long as she doesn't the, heckle. The sense of humor. Oh, she heckles. She's oh, okay. she loves a good heckler? Good heckler. Okay. Very there's positive. A, there's Very there's positive. a difference, yeah. That is so funny. Well balanced kid. Well, with that in mind, because I know that's kind of that's part of your story, let's just get into it. Like, how do you how do you experience surrender, or how did you experience surrender? Oh, I thought about that when you sent the email. I think, uh, well, one, don't lie. Yeah. Mm. Don't yeah. lie. Yeah. Um, 
I experienced surrender by, I think I, I, the most important thing is to not think. Yeah. Just stop thinking and um, pay attention to where, I pay, try and pay attention to where I'm at and, and stop judging. You know, over the years I've learned that. I used to judge a lot and I still do, but they don't, they don't it, it's not as loud in my head. Oh, yeah. It's just, a, it's not, it doesn't define me anymore. Like I, I go, I would go into a room in the beginning, and I would judge everybody, mm-hmm. and it would affect me. And now I go in, and I, I don't judge as much. And when I do, it doesn't affect me because I realize it's just the other person being whoever they are. That's beautiful, and that's a miracle that's... to to not have it uh, make me think, um, make me negative. Yeah, negative thinking is the worst part of this addiction. Yeah, that's the that's the drug after the drugs go away. I think it was always that's what was there to begin with, and that's right. how I got. Can we curse here? Oh yeah! Thank yeah. God. Let it yeah. fly. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is the internet. We're okay. going. We're uh-huh. going hard. So, every addiction I've had is caused by uh, negative thinking. Yeah. Period. Wow. Bottom line. What was your like? What was your? I heard you shared today in a meeting. What, like, give us a little bit of your story. No drugs. I was afraid of drugs. I was scared. I didn't mm-hmm. want to do them, and. And I'm I got married and uh, and we got a house way out in the country in Eugene out, outside of Eugene Oregon mm-hmm. and I would go out every day to to um, work on the house beautiful old trees acres beautiful mm. I put a new roof new bathroom new kitchen new wiring new plumbing I sanded the walls stained glass windows new roof working on it for us. Yeah. And one day she called me, and she was at our, we had an apartment in Eugene, and she called me and said, David, I'm pregnant, I'm getting an abortion, I want a divorce. Whoa. Yeah. Holy shit. Just and out of the blue? No indication? Of- I had none. And, and oh, my wow. family, Jews, you don't, you know, you stay yeah. together and suffer, you don't get divorced. <laughs> right. You know, she wasn't Jewish, she didn't know about suffering, you know, I did my best to teach her, but she didn't like it. You know? Oh my God! But she taught me if you didn't like someone, you didn't have to stay with them forever, right? Once I learned that, that made my second marriage go way faster. <laughs> uh, really. And then uh, I went outside. I fell on the ground, and uh, I got back up slowly, and I went back to the house. I made a pile of our stuff in the backyard, and I, I took some kerosene and a little match and just burned that shit. Whoa! And like a man. Felt loving. Or or. Like Stella it. got her groove back. Mm. That's <laughs> only this was fucking real. I mean, yeah. this was not. This was not a movie. This was not a, a video. I bur- I had. It was so inspiring when the flames came up, whoosh, and then I ran back in the house. I got all of her stuff <gasps> and a, and a little bit more of mine. But not all, not every. And then I, it burned for three days. Finally, three days. Whoa. Well, and then I and that's when um, I started. Doing doing cocaine. Oh wow! You found w- cocaine in Oregon. Oh, were you kidding? Yeah, yeah they got all kinds of. Come on. Yeah, all the come on. Wow, in, in the woods, like did a pigeon on. deliver it or like? <laughs> no, um, another woman who wanted who came out to my house to see how I was doing, who wanted to do me, and hey. uh, she had a, a Mercedes Benz full of cocaine. Damn. And I didn't want to do it, but I had nothing to lose, so I did some, and it took away the suicide. It took away the pain. Right. So I just stayed stoned for the next uh, 11, 12 years. Wow. It must have been good stuff. It was excellent. Yeah. Well, Seattle, Eugene and Seattle is loaded mm-hmm. with cocaine. 
Loaded. They're, it's coming down from Canada. Ah, where you been? That's how I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> slacking from, on my cocaine consumption. Where, <laughs> he's from Texas. Huh? Yeah, we get, oh, we get what shitty the fuck cocaine is down in there. Texas. <laughs> it's yeah. all co- same well, stuff, just coming up from Mexico. Yeah, it would be coming up right over the border. Yeah, yeah. We we got decent cocaine there back in the day. We used to get like fish scales. Like that was back in the days where we. It was so rare to get like fish scales. That's like premium, like ninety eight percent pure cocaine and i've done that a couple times we were doing dental cocaine whoa dental yeah the the stuff the dentists had they used to have cocaine wow to numb your gums and stuff like that they had that when you did all that cocaine were you wearing a white suit nope (laughs) (laughs) just butt naked on the side of the bed with her huh just (laughs) well Alex. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Uh, you, that, this is we're all in a wow. we're all in a strange visual now. Uh, <laughs> that's a reference I don't re- I can't refer to. That's right? a- <laughs> sorry. I've been watching too many reruns of The Sopranos. Yes, you oh, have. Okay. That's that's why I never saw one. Re- I never saw one episode. It's. Uh, a, it's so do you weird. find that I have a I have trouble? Did you watch Breaking Bad? I love that. that. Uh, See, I didn't watch that. I went through, I was working through treatment or working in treatment when that came out. And I didn't watch stuff that was related to drugs and alcohol like that when I was working in the field because it was just, it felt too real all the time. It was great. I'll watch it. It was great. I promise. Uh, One of my, Larry Hankin was in it. He's a friend of mine. He did a great job. He was the guy that ran the junkyard. Oh, go for him. Skinny, tall, Jewish guy running in the junkyard. So funny. And it was great acting. Yeah. Great writing. And and I had never watched much TV, but I just thought I'd watch that, and then I couldn't stop watching it. I think that's most people's experience with it. What was, you know, so you're you're there, you got the lady, you got the... You got the cocaine. What was your most insane moment, either in or out of recovery? A lot of them. I think uh, one, well, it's just living on the streets. That's one, just being crazy on the streets. Mm-hmm. I I wanted to, actually wanted to live on the streets. Uh, it was cocaine it was drugs that got me to live on the streets because mm-hmm. we lost everything. I was married a second time. We just lost everything. We went from a, I went from a penthouse to the streets of Seattle and uh, – and I thought it'd be a good career move because I thought, you know, it'd be good to be a street musician. And I took my, I took my guitar, um, my, my trumpet, the clothes I had on, three pair of underwear. And I went over to Pike Market to start playing and I had no act. I, had, I didn't know any songs. And, uh, wow. But my brain told me right. this would be a good career move. You'll just perform. <laughs> you're a rock. You're a kid. Richards in the paint. Like that's. But that's a, you're a very talented performer. You do. You have a one man show. You've done a bunch of things. I didn't have that then. Right. But you, you know? had the seeds of it. Yeah, I had the talent. I had some raw talent, but I I knew a couple of wailing ballads from New England. But what the, what the fuck are you gonna do? You know? <laughs> just was <laughs> 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 it heave ho, my jollies boys, heave ho, my jolly boys. You know that's hilarious. Well, in Seattle, I think that that plays. It I think that works. <laughs> but don't forget, I was also also stoned. I was always able to get you know heave ho, I'm stoned. I don't know. Yeah. So I just survived on day old donuts and uh, wow. And I remember one time. Um, I was. I had just gotten off the streets. I got an. I got an apartment. And I was sitting in the toilet, and I was stoned. This is a, was a weird moment. Stoned, taking a shit, eating a bagel, and I wasn't <laughs> even hungry. <laughs> and I was thinking that the bagel is going to go right from my mouth through my colon and shit out. <laughs> 
Hey, cocaine is a hell of a drug. It say. sure is. <laughs> and I thought, Jesus Christ. But I thought it was real. Yeah. I thought that was real. Wow. And a couple of them. Very, some, some incredible, beautiful musical moments. Yeah. That, they were incredible. Really? Yeah. I was drumming, just drumming and screaming uh, in my apartment. I had a one-room apartment. I was running. Uh, I was the manager. I got to be the manager. This is how I got off the streets. I was, I got. I auditioned at a place, a jazz club called Mamas Jewish Jazz Deli. Wow! And the guy liked what he did, and he asked me to be his musical director, and that got me off the streets. He offered me a dollar a day and a bowl of soup. Whoa! And he said, if you bring in money, I'll give you more money. And we made a fortune because I booked the right people. I knew most of the musicians. Booked some great jazz. I booked. Oh, I booked some great jazz artists. Wow! Diane Diana Reeves. I booked her. She's a, a blind jazz singer. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. She wasn't famous then. And uh, she, I booked her. The man, the owner said, don't book her. I offered her $25. Nobody showed up. It was me and her. I was playing trumpet. And uh, and now she's super famous. Oh, my gosh. Super famous. That's incredible. It's a great lot. It's a great, you know... If it wasn't going to... If it didn't want to kill me, cocaine was phenomenal. Right. But it was... It, Killed me twice. I was oh, I OD'd and somebody resuscitated me and and then I went back to using and then finally I quit. I heard you describe it as an emotional bottom. Well, yeah, that divorce. Yeah, killed me. It destroyed all of my foundation, my all my beliefs of how I thought life was supposed to be. Were completely destroyed. You don't leave. You get married. You don't leave. I never thought. Wow. ever that that could happen and that was the best fucking thing that ever happened to me wow. that divorce as close as i came to killing myself that was the best it shattered every illusion i had about relationships with women and you know responsibilities and roles that was cremated right and that did a good thing so you know when people come to me now and they're suffering from their divorce i tell them it was the best thing that ever happened to me mm -hmm. as horrible as it was that's incredible yeah. That's and that's a sign of true recovery because you've worked through it. Some oh. people, yeah. they you know they don't do their their fourth step as thoroughly, and they don't do the amends. They don't they don't reach a point of forgiveness, and that's truly what that is is a point of forgiveness. Mm, that took a lot of years. That's beautiful. That did not happen overnight. It took a lot of years. Well, yeah, so you're rewiring your whole whole entire brain and everything. Yeah, at, totally. To go from negativity to only believing in cynicism, judgment, and hate and arrogance to believing that love exists is just is is it's mind-boggling to me that I have can reaccept that that is the truth of my life right now. That what holds me together is recovery and my NA meetings and my wife who is phenomenal and my four-year-old kid. And my I had my daughter when I was sixty-nine years old. Wow. I'm the oldest. Well, there was Abraham. Abraham had a kid. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How's he doing these days? He's still touching them. He was he was eighty six. Abraham was eighty six when he had Isaac. Wow. Damn. Well, you no uh, Ishmael. Yeah, was eighty six when he had Ishmael, the future leader of the Muslims. Oh, wow. Okay. I see, I was raised a heathen. I'm just like, tell me more. Yeah, I don't know I'm, anything. I'm, I'm, I'm just learning. I'm just soaking it in like a sponge. What? And when you when you share, when you talk about your daughter, the light in your eyes, huh. just the love in your eyes is so beautiful. Well, the love is amazing. Yeah. My daughter has given me the most love I ever, never knew existed. 
when you hold your little baby on your shoulder, she's sleeping on your shoulder, and, and or when she kisses you, the first time my daughter kissed me, you know, it's just beyond. It's the purest sensation I've ever I've ever felt. Wow. You know, beyond my wife and I are. You know, our physical thing is very pure because we're really true to each other, and there's no bullshit in the brain. When, yeah. When we have sex, there's no worries or. Am I good or am I bad? (laughs) There's no judgment going on. There's just beautiful love between us. And that's special. But the thing with my kid is, wow. Wow. Just totally pure. That's amazing. Totally pure. She also gave me pink eye, a cracked rib, and hoof and mouth disease. Oh, okay. But that's what comes with having. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to pay for it somewhere. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, with that in mind, how do you make uh, decisions in your life? Like, how do you? Intuitively. Okay. There's a lot of intuition. And I'm an artist, you know. And we're all artists. So, you know, I listen to the thoughts that pop into my brain. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't pay attention. If a thought is telling me a fuck you thought, I don't pay attention to it. Oh, that's good. Not pay attention to That's it. good. I, I struggle with that still occasionally, especially because I started comedy not too long ago. And that's been a whole different. I've had to I've had to re, I've had to up my recovery game. I've had to rework some things. You know, it's easy to criticize. It's easy to insult. Yeah, it's easy to do that. Mm-hmm. But I know that there's a pure state of existence in my life. Yeah. that is so beyond judgment. It's just of. Joyful, frivolous, yeah. uh, um, immature, but it's very mature because it takes a certain amount of skill to do intense. You know, like a, do a jazz scat version of the flight of the bumblebee. Yeah, you know things like that that are just so innocent. There's no negativity in it. Nice. Uh, it's and I when those things come along, like when I'm meditating and and the thought like that comes along, I say okay. Now that's something I need to work on. Yeah. You know, like continuous breathing. I don't know if you know know what that is. Mm -hmm. So to work on that takes phenomenal talent to be able to – I think the best guy at that is Kenny G. I think he holds the record for holding a a note for 45 minutes. He's like breathing with his hair at that point. (laughs) A good note, not a a good solid note. Yeah. for 45 minutes. I think yeah. he did a YouTube thing where I think it's 45 minutes. It's remarkable. Wow. It's remarkable. That's amazing. And at what, what moment did you realize that you had to get off the streets and into recovery? Um, the recovery came way later. I got off the streets before I got into recovery. And I, then I quit on my own for a lot, for a lot of years. And it, my addiction got worse. I mean, my I quit on my own, but my negative thinking got worse. It just got me to the point where I was gonna be on the streets again, not because of drugs, because I was negative thinking. Mm-hmm. And that's when I hit recovery, because I was dating women. That's another addiction, mm-hmm. rescuing women. Oh yeah. You know, I hate myself, I'm gonna find somebody who hates me just as much as I hate myself, and I'm gonna think it's love, and I'm gonna let them you know, be cruel to me. And, uh, and and I bet they were coming to you, right? Because you were putting out those vibes, ton, like, of, "Oh, uh, I'm gonna save you," and they're like, "Oh, save me! No, save me! No, save me!" And they're, you know, they're they're just 
addicts, mm-hmm. right? You know, just like they're, us. They're not. It wasn't their fault. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a. It's just the way it was. And a number of restraining orders later, I realized. <laughs> <laughs> against them, not against me. That's, oh, How damn. many restraining orders? Huh? This, how many restraining orders? Uh, well, there was one restraining order. Okay. And the rest was just, you know, stay the fuck away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you call the police, one or the other. Oh, verbal so verbal funny. restraining orders. There you go. I had a woman. The, I met this woman. Can, can I tell yeah. a story? Yeah, please, please. please. I met this woman. First night, first night, we uh, she was we were in a show. She was the singer. I was the comic. We traded phone numbers. I got home like one in the morning. We're on the phone. And the conversation went from hello, hello, hello to anal sex in about <gasps> 20 minutes. Okay. And it's now 2 o'clock in the morning. And she says, do you want to come over? And mm-hmm. she, I'm in Hollywood. She's in Santa Monica. I think I had a 57 Mercury Cougar mm-hmm. and I'm falling apart. And I'm driving 90 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going like anal sex, anal sex. Zero like anal sex. Oh my god! And I, I get to the door. She says hello, and then right into it. We're into it, and I think it's love. Yeah, of and course. Then, and then a few months later, we went to her sister's mm-hmm. wedding. And she would. I told her, I'll go to the wedding with you. It was up in Monterey. I'll go to the wedding, but I got to leave early. And she said, okay. But then when it came for me to time to get on the plane to leave, she didn't want to leave. And to get me to not leave, we're in the airport. This was before TSA and, mm-hmm. and 9-11. Or, she started hitting herself in the airport. She's smacking <gasps> herself with her fists mm. to stop <sighs> me from leaving. I'm angry. I'm angry. And it was embarrassing. So I fell for it. And I said, okay, I'll stay. And at that moment, she had me trapped. Oh, Anytime man. she wanted something, she would just hit herself, and I would give it to her. And showed you her butthole, right? No, hit herself. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is that is that is a level of insanity. Like I've I've been there with my family more often than not, but that is a that is a special level of insanity. Oh, it was unbelievable. Yeah, tantrums. So then she came to my house one time and. We're walking around in Hollywood, and and she wanted something, and I said no. First time I ever said no, and she started hitting me. And the manager of my building, who's gay, saw her hitting me, and he's gay. He called the police on a woman, no problem. Yeah. And uh, the cops came, and I said, sweetie, I, I'm not going to mention her name. Um, the cop has his hand on a taser. Be careful. And the cop came over to her and said, can I help you, ma'am? And she said, yeah, I need a lobotomy. Oh. Which is a great sense of humor. Just, That's so funny. And he handcuffs her. He puts her in the car. It's summertime. The window is down. And as she's being driven away in the police car, she yells out the window, David, I love you. Oh. Oh, my God. Yikes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, can I tell you a story? Go. This happened this weekend. My uh, my grandmother, I was supposed to visit my grandmother for her birthday. She tells me kind of last minute that for her birthday, instead of going to dinner, she'd like me to break her out of assisted living and that she's prepared her house <laughs> and she is ready to go. And so I kind of run it past my family and they said, you know, if she's determined to do this. We kind of have to let her fail on this level. We have to like let this happen. And so I show up and... And I take her to dinner for her birthday. Happy birthday, Grandma, 85. She's doing great. And then we um, 
And how she ended up in assisted living is she, a couple years ago, she just stopped eating and started right. drinking vodka tonics. Like it was, she just broke, she just drank until her brain wasn't wow. functioning anymore. And so I show up and things are fine. And then we go to bed. I'm trying to work out her internet issues. I'm trying to explain to her how Wi Fi works and mm, it's right. not getting through and it's fine. She's 85 and a little wet brain. She's doing her best. Mm -hmm. And so I go to go to bed and I wake up to her just yelling at me and I get out of bed and I kind of say to her, I kind of set a boundary like, Hey grandma. Cause she wanted me to be, I don't think she slept. I think she might've just stayed up all night sitting in the dark, like waiting for me to wake Aww. up. And so she, it's like, Hey grandma, like I need to get a little more rest when I'm here. And she, um, she just started screaming again and, and coming at me a little bit like aggressively, physically, not not quite hitting me yet, but mm -hmm. escalating pretty quickly. So I just said, you know, Grandma, I love you. I cannot stay here. I cannot be here if you continue to, to, to treat me like this. You can't if you continue to talk to me like this. And she says, get the fuck out. So Damn. I'm packing up. Wow. I'm packing up, packing up. And um, in the middle of me packing, she grabbed my car keys and shuffled out the door and Jack stole my car. <laughs> and I was That's like, a cool grandma. She's, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I don't hate the player. I hate the game. You know what I mean? Like, like I respect what she did because it was gangster. Yeah, like she, she, I got carjacked by my grandma. It was really funny. But yeah. that's when you told that story. Cause the next day, you know, she called, you know, I can't, I had to come back and sort of like reverse engineer, steal my car. I just had to walk in the house and be like, Grandma, I love you. Where are my keys? Grab my keys, run out the door. And she's sort of, she's a slow moving zombie now. She's not mm -hmm. a fast zombie right. anymore. So, so she sort of, you know, said her piece and was pretty mean and, and called me and left a nasty message. And then the next day, she sent me an email. Oh, and wow. the email she figured out the, she figured out the Wi-Fi issue. She figures out email. She's funny. She uses email like text messages, mm -hmm. though. So she used the um, email um, head headline, the header of it, mm -hmm. or the subject as "I love you always and forever." Uh, and when you shared that, I was like, "Oh my god, I know!" Because <laughs> that's the typical thing. Like you escalate, you have a huge thing, and then you're like, "But I love you." Stay, yeah. stay oh, no. in my crazy, stay in this Venus flytrap of crazy. Oh, that's so um, scary. After they drove her away, um, I didn't know what to do because I thought I loved her. Yeah. And uh, broke her out of jail. <laughs> I got on the phone to a friend of mine and I said, uh, I told her about being hit. And I said, what do I do? And he said to me, he said the smartest thing. He said, do you want to get hit again? And I thought, no. Yep. And that's when I got the restraining order. Good for you. Yeah. Wow. I got to tell you, my grandma, my mother's story. Okay. Yeah, hit okay. it. She had a stroke. Okay. Got dementia. Got it. I had to put her in a nursing home, 3000 a month. Three years later, the dementia gets worse, and it's expensive. Yeah. In the nursing home, she started angry. She's beating up the people that take care mm -hmm. of her. The nursing home starts charging me an extra 150 a month for her anger management. Yeah. Made me angry. I went to visit my mom. I said, Mom, we're cooling on the anger. This is costing me a lot of money. <laughs> she looked at me and said, Who the fuck are you? Damn. <laughs> Damn. Ooh. And do you want to join my fight club? That's <laughs> so funny. And but that the worst thing was when your mother doesn't know who you are. Yeah. I mean it's it's funny now, but at that moment that was 
devastating. Yeah. Thank God I was in recovery at that point because mm. when she was in Oregon, in Eugene, Oregon, I would fly up, and then I would, before going to see her, I would go to a meeting. Yep. Before seeing her, and after seeing her, I would go to another meeting. Yeah. Just stay, stay, you know, whatever that word is, stay sane. Yeah. You know, don't let it get to you. I think my new strategy is I'm going to, because I called my homegirl who I've known since the since day one. She was at my very, we used to be sponsee sisters up there. And um, I called her and I think the new strategy is when I go to visit, I'm going to stay. I'm on the way up. There's a meditation temple. I found that. I stopped and I meditated Where's on the that? way up. Where's that? Or it was, it's like, a, um, it's called the sacred space in Santa Barbara. Uh-huh. It was gorgeous. Yeah, it's overlooking the ocean. It's yeah. really pretty. So I went over there, and um, so I was feeling pretty good. I, you know, I, I patted myself a little bit with some spirituality, and then I think the new strategy is uh, stay with my friend and always make sure to mm-hmm. hit a meeting before or yeah. after, depending on in smaller in smaller areas, it's harder to hit a meeting. You can put uh, a club on your Prius. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, grandma. Um, but yeah, that's 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 the new strategy. It's like limit the time, take her out to lunch. You know, don't go inside. Uh-huh. Don't be trapped in an enclosed space. Because she right. will hit me. She's hit me in the past. Yeah. And when when an old lady hits you, it's funny because it just sort of it just it doesn't hurt mm. right. <laughs> until she grabs an object and then it hurts. Like a slap with lasagna. Yeah. So. It's but, tr- that whole ex- experience. It's just tragic when that when yeah. a, when a person reaches that age, and the, you know my my mom was a great athlete, so she was she swam a mile a day, walked a mile to the gym, walked a mile home, swam a mile. She, so her body was like yeah. really healthy. Wow. So her but her mind went, but her body did not want to quit. Damn. You know, so that's why she stayed alive for so long without a without a brain. Wow. You know, without without real capacity to... That's so fucking interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, the body was so strong. She's such an mm-hmm. athlete, you know. That's amazing. That's... Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. It gives me a little bit... It gives me a little bit more of an empathy. Because right now I'm just like, I have to set some boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's legit. Yeah. What has been the most uh, surprising thing you've learned about yourself in recovery? That I have an inner lesbian. Ah. Oh, I'm super feminine. Hey, we're, we're super, allies. Su- <laughs> super feminine. I'm so physically sensitive and mentally just so s- sensitive is the only word I can think of. Yeah, you know, I cry easily. I'm compa- I feel, I'm, and the more love I have in my life, the more that, uh, the more uh, compassionate I become, and. The gentler I become, and I and the tougher I become, the more boundaries I have. Yeah. I guess it's, I guess recovery just brings out the best, uh, uh, whatever the gender is. You know, whatever. Like we all have male and female inside of us. Yeah. You know, and I think mine is just becoming really equal, and I really dig in it. I'm, oh, that's amazing. My daughter, you know, I'm really gentle with my daughter. Holy yeah. shit! You know, when they're born, when they come out, you, you got to hold that neck, or it's gonna snap. Ah. You know, mm-hmm. so you got to be really gentle, really patient, really loving, really, and that's a beautiful thing to be. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing to that's be. It's amazing. So I, I think noticing that feminine part of myself has been pretty cool for me. 
My wife is way more macho than I am. <laughs> wow. She's Cuban. I was just going to hey. say she's Latina. Hey. <laughs> That's right. She don't cry. She's, I cry. Yeah, Latinas are woo, like Cuban too. Look, tough. That's tough. tough. <laughs> like I say, Cubans don't get the divorce. They kill you. Yeah. <laughs> they you all about a Cuban necktie. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of Latinas. I've definitely looked at my boyfriend and been like, just so you know. <laughs> How did you meet so, your wife? Uh, doing comedy. I was at a, did a comedy show, and when I, my bit was over, I went in the audience to watch other comics, and I saw her sitting next to me, and I said, holy shit, look at her, just gorgeous. And then when the show was over, she went to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom. She was coming out of the bathroom, and she smiled at me, this beautiful, pure, genuine, happy, innocent smile, and I said, wow. And then the producer came over, someone you probably know, uh, her name is now Wendy Hammers. I don't know if you know Wendy. Hmm. She does Tasty Word shows. Oh, okay. Um, and they were working for, both of them were working for uh, Craig Shoemaker at the time. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And she, the, uh, Wendy said to me, someone would like to meet you. And it was my future wife. And the producer also told me she's 22, Cuban, and likes older men. Hey. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sign you up. <laughs> how did it, how did she know her though? Was that they were work? They were both working. Oh. The producer had invited her to oh. the show. I didn't know any of this. Oh. And they were both were. I knew Wendy because she had done had done shows. Yeah. Um, when when she was married to oh, I can't remember his name right now. Okay, there's another very well known comic. Um. So we knew each other, and we always, and then she invited me to do the show. So she invited my wife, who, now my wife, and then uh, I invited her to another show. I called. She sent me an email the next day. I wasn't going to do it. All right, Too all right. young. Mm-hmm. She sent me an email and said, uh, "I can't stop thinking about you and your performance." Aww. Damn, you must have crushed. And I Woo. Said, okay, she likes older men. Let's see what happens. So I. We went out after the show, and we've been together ever since. Wow. That was it. And you said, I've heard you say this, where you sort of kind of prepped in your heart for somebody to come in your life. I I was five years sober. And I had read every book on self-loathing. Once I discovered I hated myself, <laughs> I just went through the internet and found every fuck. Why do I hate myself? How? What the fuck is this about? That's so funny. Yeah. I'm in, I'm kind of in that phase. I'm, I just read Codependent No More. Yeah. 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 All yeah. those books. All those books. Healing the Shame That Binds You. Yeah. The one that just wow. took me out. Holy shit. How much I hate myself. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And then, like I say in my show, I... I, I didn't. I never knew I had negative thinking until I had a positive thought. Bars. My brain would say to me whatever it wanted to say, whenever it wanted to say it, no matter what I wanted to say. It was like, who the fuck is in my head talking to me like that? It was like right. my my brain had a mind of its own. Period, yeah. and it's killing me. Yeah. So I read all those books, and I said, you know, and I reached a point where I didn't think I could grow anymore, but on my own, I needed to be in a relationship. Because when you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. you it tests your shit, man. It, mm-hmm. it tests how much you hate yourself in front of somebody else, and then you start you could start blaming them for how much you hate yourself. And I learned that I hated myself because I never entered a relationship knowing that I hated myself. This was the first yeah. one, so I wasn't gonna let her hate me for the same reasons I hated myself, or she could hate me. But I wasn't gonna let that get confused. Yeah. So, uh, and as soon as I had that thought about. Wanting to be in a relationship, I met my wife. Wow. Damn, manifestation. Unbe- just immediately. Immediately. Amazing. And it's been the best. 
and the most testing, because I won't leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving is easy. Yeah, it's yeah. hard because you know, you know all of a sudden you're you're alone with the same negative shit that you did years ago. Yeah, and now I'm trying to find a new way to live. You know, that's yeah. what we say: find a new way to live. Yeah, and this and staying it was hard. Yeah, it was hard. My wife would get jealous of. She read my journal. She got jealous <gasps> of sex. Oh I, no! She, she, she got a hold of the sex she, part. She, she oh. read. She got jealous of sex I had before she was born. Yeah, <laughs> uh, of course, of I'm, course. I'm 12 years older than my mother-in-law. How dare you? How dare you have sex before you met me? Oh yeah. <laughs> you fuck somebody else? Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh! How did you guys resolve that? Resolve that therapy. Yeah. Okay. She, you had to go to therapy for hey. sex you had before you met her. I I was fuck so that. I was oh. so pissed off. Oh, I was so that. pissed off. I'm so mad for I you. Was so <laughs> pissed <laughs> off. But that shows that how much you. It's it shows that you're committed to growing together. You know, which I, I like. We we went. To, I talked to some friends and and look. No one is going to be fucking perfect. Right. No. You know, so if you get 75% or 70% of what you want, yes. stick the fuck with it. Exactly. You know? so, and yeah, she's a, a passing grade. Yeah. She's a keeper. I mean, if, yeah, you know, sounds like it. The That's love good. and the talent and the, the love she has with my daughter. I, plus, oh, I can't get over how wonderful she is. You know, yeah, so it's beautiful. Sometimes you just have to say, you know, well, I, th- those little things don't matter. You know, she was really upset. I was upset that she was upset. But mm-hmm. So, Dig, we're together 13 years and our cultural differences are blending. Yeah. She, she's mm-hmm. Cuban. I'm Jewish. She's in therapy. I eat pork. Yeah. So, oh, hey, oh, there, there you, you go. go. Isn't it great that Cubanos? <laughs> it's the best. Oh. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. Um, and they get you with a smile, man. That's how my fiance got yeah. me with a smile. We had yeah. an argument actually this past weekend because uh, she got super drunk with all her friends. I'm talking about Asian drunk, you know. I'm talking about like 15 shots of Jameson in, and they're screaming. And I'm just going along for the ride, and then they're just screaming and hollering. One of the one of her girlfriends boyfriends now fiance has like you know little man syndrome yeah so like they couldn't see this in time and he's like man this place has gone to shit this place has i used to come here all the time and they would see us right away and granted the the wait staff was like lagging big time i was looking at it, i was like oh, i've worked so in a you restaurant were, you were babysitting a, a flock of drunk people i a, ba- a flock oh. of asians a flock, a flock of, of drunk, drunk asians <laughs> and they are the worst and because yeah. And even the the girl, she just got engaged, and they they even tried to start a fight at the bar that we were just at mm-hmm. because some girl was like, "Hey, uh, can you not bump into me so much?" And he goes, "What the fuck is your problem?" I was like, "Oh, that was me. <laughs> so it was like, you. I've yeah. seen you drink. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was like, oh, thank God. So I I, I go into DefCon Four, and I'm just like, hey, it's okay. You know, hey, it's a bar. I'm sorry. You know, it's really packed in here. Let's take a let's take Aww. a walk." So we all heard it outside. We all went to the ramen place. That fell all apart. Orders were placed. Orders were canceled. And then my freaking fiance, beautiful, lover to death, threw up all in my car. Started crying. She's like, oh, I threw up in your car. This is your work car. No one's going to want to. Oh, that's right. Uber. Yeah, because I drive her lifted over. She's like, I've ruined your life. And I was like, babe, it's okay. It's honestly okay. Just Go to sleep. <laughs> Just go to sleep. And we'll talk about it tomorrow. Then she got the car detailed and everything. She's like, I'm oh. so sorry. I'm not, I'm not seeing how this is an argument yet. <laughs> Yeah, me, me just like <laughs> sounds like yeah. she she handled it like an adult. No, she was she was uh, 
screaming and crying and kept like i was like what do you want she kept screaming i'm sorry i'm sorry and like i was like okay i forgive you i forgive you and then she kept, she said it again i was like what the fuck do you want me to do you want me to be mad you want me to tell you you yeah. fucked up my car and she's like ah then she starts crying and i'm like hey it's look all right there you got it you got the reaction you wanted out of me that's in my fucking head uh. yeah Okay. She just feels terrible. So I get into an argument almost with myself. Yeah. Well, so, that's that's who we argue with. Yeah. With it's ourselves. always ourselves. Yeah. It's never the other person. I'm, I'm starting to tell people in my life, I'm not your mom. <laughs> 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 just so you know, before you get ang- angry with me, I am not your mom. <laughs> I didn't start this. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's so true. That's good. That's good. The... Um, uh, what are, what are your with that all that and going on? What are the character defects you have to deal with the most? Well, then I think the negative thinking is the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, after that, everything just falls in line. You know, any kind of hypocrisy or any kind of arrogance or uh, judging other people um, or uh, not. Trying to ignore my desire to self-destruct. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Woo! And it's still vibrant, and I have to work on that. Whenever it comes up, I have to realize, you know, I can't let that stop me from the, the comedy career I want to yeah. have. Because sometimes my my negative thinking will say, well, you don't have to rehearse. I have a show coming up, big show this weekend in, in mm-hmm. Missouri. I'm going to Missouri. And, you know, I need, I need to rehearse. I need to practice. Yeah. You know, it's like... Uh, What's his name? Mike Tyson. Mike mm-hmm. Tyson paid someone $5,000 a week to walk behind him and say to him over and over again, you're good enough. You're good enough. Oh, Whoa. no. That's the worst thing you can do. Muhammad Ali did not like to hit the hit the bag, but he knew to be good, he had to do it. So he just hit that bag if he wanted to be the best in the world. And the sitting down and writing and editing and all the work we have to do to make yeah. this shit look like we're improvising mm-hmm. or just saying yeah. it off the top of our heads. Just make it look effortless. You know, just, that's funny. Shit, that's, know, why well, Ty- that's why Tyson got taken down, finally. Yeah. Buster Douglas. Right. Came up and knocked him sideways. Well, Buster had a lot of reason to win that fight, too. Mm-hmm. Was, I think for his mom, he was fighting for that's his mom. That's right. That. So that was a big deal. Yeah. But this whole thing of overcoming the desire to not prepare, mm-hmm. which is negative, to transform that into, oh, I love preparing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look how good I am at preparing. Look how great I am at rewriting. Look how much funnier I can make this. Oh, and, God damn, I needed to hear that because I yeah. don't want to hit mics today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hit any mics this week. Well, no. I think I'm a good enough comic. Well, I've had... Well, you can, uh, you can email like 700 producers a week too and try to get on shows. Oh, God. True. You True. just uh, take the energy to get the I gig. Love preparing. Oh, I needed to hear that. Just mm-hmm. get the gig and work. And then, you know, now when I sit down to write, even though my head tells me, oh, fuck, I have to do that or I can't do that or I don't want to do that, when I actually sit down and do it, it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. The fine editing, you know, to get the right, a better word or just make it funnier or just yeah. have fun. Have yeah. fun with my head, you know? Yeah. Why, instead of listening to the negative thing that's going to bring me down mm-hmm. and not make me any money and fuck up my career and yeah. uh, I won't be able to eat because this is how I eat. Right. I can't pay the rent, you know, if I don't go out and work. So yeah. just stay fucking positive. That's a fucking positive. That's a double negative. I like it. Love I like it. Stay fucking positive. Yeah. I, I think, like, for me, I get really excited. I call it new joke feeling. 
oh, I got that new joke feeling. Oh, I make cool. like a song about okay, it. Okay. Or like when you polish something, you get really excited to revisit an old joke that you used to have that new joke feeling for. Mm-hmm. Now you get to fall back in love with that old joke mm-hmm. because it's a little prettier now. It's a little more polished. Oh, oh, that feeling, that feeling. What a fucking feeling just to come up with new jokes, new tags, new inflections. See? It's all there. It's yeah. all the access is there. Once mm-hmm. I free myself from negativity, the access is complete. It's it's as enormous as the universe is. That's it's that big. It's are that you, it's that funny. Are you yeah. an artist way person? Oh who? The artist way. Have you read that I've one? Never read that it. is that book. It's remove the negative thinking. Yeah. And so your creativity yeah. can flourish and trust that your creativity is, you know, connected to your higher power and trust that your higher power's will is good for you. You know, when I'm playing when I'm playing music, I'm playing trumpet or I'm in a band and I'm soloing, if I have any thoughts in my head, I'm not playing. It's just bullshit. Yep. I have to be so so into each note or the feeling of what that note is and just play, close your eyes, shut shut the head down and just blow. That's that was my experience with I started it uh, 30 days. I started training in or six, 60 90 somewhere in there. I started training in karate. And Mike Tyson once said, uh, "What do you?" Somebody asked him, "What do you experience when you're fighting?" And he said, "I just see shapes in space. I'm not really thinking." And that first time I experienced shapes in space, Uh that feeling of just like my brain is off. Yeah, I'm trusting my instincts. I'm trusting my training, and it was the most beautiful, empowering feeling. And that's it's sort of it's 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 akin to killing. It's that same Mm. like ooh, like ooh, I'm just here. I'm in the moment. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Because like right before, sometimes I'll get that imposter syndrome mm-hmm. where you're like, you're not a comic. You don't belong here. You th- yeah, oh, you think yeah. you're funny? How dare you? How dare you share the stage with legends? No, there's no yeah. possible way. And then you're just like, that's oh, an, you're up next. That's and, an amazing thought. Yeah. And then you, you get on stage and then you're just like, oh, da 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 You get the first laugh and then you're like, okay, okay, keep going, keep going. You get the right, second laugh. Right. You're like, okay, okay. And then like then everything starts connecting. You get off the stage and you're just like, Whew, that's good. Yeah, it's a, it's a, the in and out. Of the, I I have this, I, this thing I say. I'd like to live in the moment, but there's not enough time. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay, so how do you deal with fear and anxiety when it crops up? Uh, well, I'm thinking before a show when that when that yeah. since I just I I go away from the stage, and I meditate either standing up or sitting in a chair, and I just sit and meditate. And I remind myself that I'm funny. I just say, I'm, yeah. I'm, it's a mantra. I'm funny. I'm funny. I'm funny. Uh, and I just I'm remind funny. Me, just remind my and not criticize the person who's on stage before me. That's yeah. re- really important. That's bomb. That's bomb karma. Is just, what that yeah, is. Mm-hmm. The sure way to bomb is to criticize the other comics. Yeah. Just don't get into that. Shit, that happened to me. What Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> One thing I'm doing is when I go to mics now, I'm trying to sit up front or uh-huh. sit sit as close as I can and laugh and be engaged. Oh, and so you gotta do that. I, well, you don't have to force yourself. Well, no, not in a force <laughs> way. Not in a force way, but like really because what because I love comedy and I will see something at every show at every mic. I will see something that inspires me that makes me want to laugh. Right. And a lot of times when I'm in the, when folks are in the back of the room criticizing, they're not giving themselves. The, I, I found that I don't give myself the freedom to laugh and enjoy what's happening, that we're making 
we're all growing together in that moment. And there's something really enjoyable about that. So to get, it's that, it's that, it's the 12 step. It's anything. It's like suit up, show up, you know, sit in the front, ask questions, talk Uh to people. So what I found was, and and I had kind of an immediate result. I was, we were, when we were at the improv and Mm -hmm. we were sitting up front, me and my buddy Carlos sitting up front, Mm -hmm. just being just joy, yeah, you guys joy beams, yeah, joy yeah. beams, just th- just throwing joy at the stage because people uh, were doing good. Kept the room and it was, alive. Kept the room alive. It was really fun. And there was first couple comics didn't pop the room, and yeah. then once somebody laughed, it was or once somebody like finally like got mm-hmm. us all to laugh, it was great. And um, afterwards, the uh, the the um, person who runs the mic came up and was like, hey, I just want to thank you guys. Oh, Anna, it's you. Why don't you tell me where you're at? What to put you up? Oh, my God. And she was like being really, really sweet. She was like, well, you guys were being so supportive. Yeah. She was surprised. Shout out to Nicole at the Improv. Yeah. One of the best hosts in town. So sweet. So sweet. And But she saw immediately the the effort uh-huh. of being a participant, you mm-hmm. know, and, and because it's just, it's killing my soul to sit in the back of the room. And, and Yeah, I got to stop doing that. I'm one killing of, me. I'm in the back <laughs> being snarky, throwing shade yeah and true. then i go up and i have a, a middle of the road set yeah. yeah when i know i could have a great set well it's that negative thinking yeah you got it you have, it's got to get thrown away thrown out out the window man just be just be just beautiful just be so loving and beautiful and funny and happy and not necessarily happy 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 you know but yeah. just be in, be with yourself yeah. and uh, you know i have to trust that my mind is going to take care of this situation you know, I can just go up. I don't have to be rigid and stick to the script. I have a, I have a strict script. I don't have to stick to it. I can stop and pause and like jazz, you know, just mm-hmm. let it happen. And, and uh, that's, that's the only way to be, really. Otherwise, it, you know, I can do well with a strict script, but I don't care for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just I, I love the moments that happen. That it's just, you know, you're with, you're with the audience. I think the audience doesn't care for people who are like, listen, no, you no. know, like mm-hmm. this is, I got to do this. It can work. Yeah. It can work, but yeah. it's funnier when, you, when you're just present. Yeah, absolutely. Courage, a little bit of courage, a little bit of faith in yourself. I did a three-year-old's birthday party this past weekend. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I kid you not. I've heard your material. How? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So when I got booked for it, I was like, uh, sure, I'll drive out to someone's house. Turns out... The uh, the mother of the daughter had a uh, terminal brain cancer, Whoa. and she their family was nominated for the whole comedy show to be put to be done at their living room. They set it up like a stage, whole Whoa. crew and everybody came in. Amazing comedy show, and so I'm sitting there like, oh man, how much time do I have to do? Like, how long could I go before I throw a cunt out there? And then. I was like, okay, let me rework my set. I'm looking at my head. I was like, oh, okay, we can. I can do my Trump bit. That's easy. There's no f- curse words. I say one curse word, but it's inflected. It's like my my fuck boy joke. Yeah. And it, it goes right over the kid's head. Okay. You know. So I was like, the delivery like helped it out. The whole joke is like the Chinese word for liberal is fuck boy. Uh huh. Yeah, because <laughs> like Asians. Fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck boy. <laughs> He's like, mm, okay. <laughs> so so I do like five minutes in their living room and it goes well i'm like oh i almost wanted to cancel this booking because i'm like i'm not gonna do your three-year-old kid's show i'm a comic i push the edge right 
but then yeah, but ha- if you can't make three year olds laugh, you Thank gotta you. you gotta hang up. You gotta hang up the microphone. That's exactly because <laughs> exactly. three year olds are adorable. Yeah, yeah you're They're supposed so, to be a Swiss knife, and yeah. like even there are moments that she was like distracted in herself, and I was like, and her name, I believe, was uh, oh my god, her name was Piper. And I was like, and she would just cry at one point. And I was like, that's exactly how I felt, Piper. And then she turned around and like bursted up in laughter. Yeah. And the mother was laughing. So I was like, and then the dad was like, okay, ooh, all right, this is good. I'm like, I'm a magician up here. This is great. I'm a sorcerer of sorts. <laughs> it doesn't take much. To so make gratifying just to let it go and let it happen yeah. and just, you know, go, go with the flow. That's, that's really good. Kids that, love to laugh. Man, just make a funny face. Just stick your mm-hmm. tongue out and they're going to laugh. So oh, yeah. So much fun. <laughs> that's it. This, so much fun. Another guy just went up dressed as a bunny the whole time. And, uh-huh. and all he said for five minutes was, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then, like, and then Piper was like, oh, no. And he yeah, was like, oh, that's oh, oh, no. That's it. Four, five, four or five minutes of that. And the whole room was bursting of laughing off of two words. That's right. So much genius wow. in that. And he was, like, hopping around. Like, oh, no. She's like, oh, no. The energy and we were right. having so much fun that the fact that the kid was having fun and the mother was seeing the kid have fun, she was just it was beautiful all that's together. Great. That's that pure energy I was talking about. Mm-hmm. It's not there's no it's not insulting anybody. Mm-hmm. It's just pure joy, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. spontaneous joy. Find yeah. it, find it's, it. It's that's, there. It's that's from the Torah. The Torah says the uh, the essence of existence is spontaneously to be spontaneously joyful. Uh, Are you trying to recruit us for an improv class? Uh, nope. <laughs> nope. I'm into nope. it, though. Yeah, oh that's my beautiful. Gosh. Nope. One more time for the listeners. <laughs> the, es- the Torah says the essence of existence is to be spontaneously joyful. Oof. Ugh. That's deep. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's... And I once heard a rabbi talk about that for four hours, and not once was he either spontaneous or joyful. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I'm going to talk about joy in a serious so boring. way. <laughs> Killed me. Serious Did you wear your, your top hats? <laughs> yeah. That's great. Okay. How, how do you experience forgiveness? Oh, I just let shit go. Good for you. How? Just let it go. It's not important. No. What do you tell yourself just to let it go so It's not important. There are things that are important, and there are things that are just so unimportant. Mm. And I have to let it go immediately, or it will eat me away. So I just let it go. I got other things to do that are much more important to me. Much more important. Practicing trumpet is way more important. Making phone calls for gigs is way more important. You know, even when there's problems with a gig or, you know, uh, whatever problems come up in bookings and people are difficult to deal with, none of that's important. What's really important is being funny, you know, and being, staying positive. And I I let a lot of stuff go. Otherwise, it's just interference. It's bad noise in my head. It's easy. It's gotten a lot easier. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, okay. I got I got day school to pay for. You know, I, I, yeah. You know, I got I got your priorities. It's uh, yeah. it's nine thousand dollars a year. Yeah. That, I, that I never used to have. Yeah. Mm. And uh, so, and the only way for me to make that money, I have no plan B. There's no, there's no other way to do this for me other than uh, comedy. That's right. So yeah. and you're doing it. Stay on track. Make people laugh. Be happy. Get better at it. Get better and better. It's amazing. Yeah. Wonderful. What's the weirdest amends you've ever had to make? Mm. 
Oh, the face is like, why? <laughs> Come on, Mr. Forgiveness. <laughs> well, if anything, this will prove. Yeah. will prove that. I mean, yeah. I had a, there was one amends I had to make. I was in uh, L.A. and she was in Seattle. I flew up. I was not going to do it over the phone. Mm-hmm. It was really deep. Uh, some damage yeah. had been done. You burned a lot of shit. Damage had been done. A lot of evil. Drugs were yeah. the cause of that, and I was, you know, I was no longer using drugs at that point. So mm-hmm. I now was the time to do that. I flew there to make that amends, and when I f- I finally found her, uh, she's the one thing she said to me was, uh, "David, there were two of us." Wow! And when I that was, so she took the. It she just took the boulder off. Took the guilt and the, yeah. all the negativity that I've been carrying about her and just it just disappeared wow disappeared and then there were other things i need to get rid of you know like my fifty thousand dollars in debt that i came into recovery with i had to get rid of that i didn't know how much that was laying on my head but that amends was an amazing thing to, and that's the finance the other thing the fifty thousand yeah. dollars was a financial amends it was it wasn't personal it was credit cards and stuff yeah. like that but still it was money that i had uh money that I had acquired uh, improperly. You know, yeah. I, I didn't put out any energy. I didn't put out anything, anything beautiful into the world to make that money. You know, and now all my money is beautiful money. You know, and so uh, I made my amends by paying back that money. I still owe two grand, but uh, forty-eight thousand dollars paid back. That's wow, amazing. No? that's beautiful. That's Debtors Anonymous. <laughs> yeah, Debtors Anonymous, great program. That's amazing. What mm. is so you obviously, you do the work. What does your day-to-day practice of recovery look like? Wake up and uh, I used to wake up and think I had to meditate right away. But now, I, and I used to wake up and my first thought was, fuck you to me, you know. Yeah. Wow. Not, then good morning. <laughs> no, not even, never a good morning. Yeah. Like, fuck you, kill yourself. Yeah. Um, now I wake up and it's usually my wife and my daughter are laughing. You know, um, make my bed right away, like in the army. Just make. Yeah, I've been make, doing that. That's make part of my morning ritual. I make my bed. Make your bed. Because yeah, you've done something that yeah. day. You're like, it's, oh look, proof of my productivity. It's unbelievable, and mm-hmm. it's neat. Your space is organized. And mm-hmm. Boom, and then um, usually my. Sometimes I'm in bed and my um kind of waking up. Well, maybe I went to sleep at three o'clock and my daughter's up at like seven forty-five, something like that. Yeah. And she sneaks into my room to tickle my feet. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Adorable. And I'm saying to myself, "Please don't tickle my feet. I just need another five minutes of fucking sleep. Please, please." And then she tickles my feet and my brain goes, "Oh, that's so funny." <laughs> complete reversal of. Right. Don't do that to total acceptance of who she is and and the joy that she's having and tickling my feet and what what should I live for my ne- my own negativity or the mm-hmm. beauty that she's giving me the joy that she's giving me and then I try I either meditate or I just get to work yeah just get to work That's just great. go to my office and get to work That's amazing Take care of business Oh yeah The uh what's your relationship with your higher power like that's pretty interesting. Can I talk? Yeah, I can please. talk. I came into God was never a big deal in my life. Just never. Um, Jewish didn't give a shit. Didn't want to be Jewish. 
deny, deny, deny. And then I, I realized I had to be Jewish because it turns out that I played, I play music on the shofar. And shofar is a Jewish trumpet, and mm-hmm. nobody plays music on this instrument. It was, <laughs> it was used to blow down the walls of Jericho in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Is it the same one? <laughs> it's, a, it's a weapon of war. It's not wow. a, yeah, a so, trumpet. Oh no, he's bringing out the word trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I didn't want to be Jewish. And then I, I started going to meetings, and I heard people talking about talking to God. And I thought, you know, I could talk to God. I'm Jewish, and we invented God, so I'm cool <laughs> to talk about God. <laughs> so I started talking to God, and I still wasn't sure if I believed it. Mm-hmm. And then one day I'm exercising in a field. I'm doing my phony uh, pseudo sumi. What do you call it? Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Yeah, yeah. my own version of it. And, the Juchi. Uh, the, right. <laughs> I, I invented Zen Judaism. Ah. I did. Somebody else took credit for it, but I invented it 40 years ago. Hell yeah. Zen Judaism. Somebody asked me, what, uh, as a Zen Jew, what do you believe? And I said, oh, everything is sacred and everything is marketable. Ah. <laughs> You're just humming in a park with a bagel in your hand. <laughs> what is that? In Zen, the idea is to lose your ego. We believe wherever ego, I go. Ah, ah. there we go. <laughs> Anyhow, so I'm I'm doing this exercise in a field, and I and I'm wondering, do I believe? Do I believe? Do I believe? And I'm questioning, and I see this stone, and I go out and pick it up. It didn't fit into the, the environment, I, and I it was a green stone, and I flipped it over, and etched into the into the stone was the word believe. Wow. And I thought, okay, this is a sign. Yeah. yeah. So I started believing in God, and now after. I got to tell you, I lived in Alaska as a hunter with a gun. I shot my own food. You know, I've seen I've seen uh, animal spirits leave their body after I shot them, and I and the, in, the in, Indians taught me that to say a prayer to the spirit, thanking the spirit for the meat. You know, I understand that air is full of animal spirits, and we're breathing these things, and this this greater sense of awareness that. Everything is made of molecules. Everything, you, me, the air, every, and all molecules are touching each other. That's mm-hmm. how we're connected. So I really don't believe in, you know, King Solomon said that nothing is separate. Mm-hmm. And my thing is uh, separation is an illusion. It sounds corny, but we're mm-hmm. all fucking connected. There are insane idiots like ISIS, people mm-hmm. who don't understand this. They have this other fanatical religious belief that's so inaccurate and mm-hmm. the same with the, the Vatican the Vatican's yeah. full of shit also excuse, absolutely excuse me no, but, you, you, I encourage it the the thing I say in my show about the Vatican is that when the last Pope left they said he retired he quit he quit but they said he retired to put a new face on the church because mm-hmm. the old face had a dick in its mouth ah. <laughs> wow. you hear that Vatican <laughs> So funny. Favorite joke. <laughs> That's great. So now my, my understanding is as much as I sometimes feel separate from people because it's so easy to hate, it's so easy to feel distant and yeah. to judge, which keeps us separate, it's much better to acknowledge this. And look at look at the animals, how they love each other. We just, on the internet, when a el- baby elephant loses its mom and they come running and screaming for each other, it's mm. love. You know, I watch my wife breastfeed my, our, our baby and I watch a gorilla breastfeed its, its baby. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. And do they switch? One no. Has, no. <laughs> We're not that close. <laughs> the only, I used to say the only difference is the amount of hair. <laughs> and the opposable thumb. <laughs> That's funny. Thank God for the opposable thumb. 
So I believe in this great sense of unity. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 I get successful because of my interactions with other people. Yeah. You know, my my ability to communicate and 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 just loving other people and and being the beautiful person that I can be. Yeah. That's where the that's to be that is was the hardest thing. Overcoming changing my thinking to positive thinking is the hardest thing yeah. I've ever taken on. That's just, amazing. It's just mind boggling that switch. And that's what they said in AA. The one thing you have to change is everything. Yep. Mm. Yeah. It's true. Burn it burn it, it down, rebuild it. I don't even think burn it down. Just, okay, no. Just burn it, it down. Just, just let it lay. Just, okay. just let it be. <laughs> just let it lay. Just change it. Just, slowly. It doesn't yeah. happen fast. No. This is years and years and years. And some people, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well... What do you what What do you want to leave people with? What do you want to share for somebody just like you, out in the world listening to this? Stop thinking. Yeah, <laughs> I need that. Thank you. Stop thinking. Stop yeah. judging. Stop thinking. Just meditate. Learn how to meditate. I, you know, I teach certain people different things, and meditation is a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, I discovered dig this, you know. It's like uh, meditation was to help stop me judging because it was killing me. Mm-hmm. I'm judging myself. I'm judging other people. And one day I said, i got to stop this. So I went out and I bought a, med- a pillow for 75 bucks for a fucking meditation What? I what sat- does it do? It it's makes a- sure that you meditate because it- you spent $75. <laughs> it's called, it, start- it starts with a Z. A Z, okay. Then why forget that Z? I, guess, I, I know I what you're talking about. I keep on thinking Zoftik, but that's fat. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, fat yeah. in Yiddish. Uh, <laughs> So I sat for 10 minutes a day in the lotus position for a year, and I fucked up my back. That's what happened with that. Oh. That was not good. So I have to buy another pillow for another $75. Right. Make it a little higher. Yeah. You graduated. Just meditate. Okay. So I took a deep breath. I remember to stop. I wanted to stop judging. I'm trying to line up my, my inhale and my exhale with my brain and trying to ignore the negative thinking. And I took a breath, and, uh, and my brain said to me, that inhale wasn't good enough. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> I'm fucking criticizing my breathing. So then, so then I exhaled, and, and, I, and my brain said to me, you exaggerated that exhale. You, why are you so dramatic about your thinking? You can't even breathe correctly, you fuck. And I'm watching my brain just insult my breathing. That's so funny. Dude, in the spirit of meditation... Uh, I I I bumped into Dave a little earlier when he got here, and he showed me a special musical instrument. He has a hundred plus year old Japanese flute. Yeah, called shako shakohachi flute. Yeah. Oh wow! You want to play it? Yeah, in the spirit of meditation, can you play uh, our listeners just a, a a quick verse, some some hot bars? It's a beautiful box, by the way. Oh yeah. my god! Look at that. Hundred and twenty nine years old Japanese flute called shakohachi. And um, the literal translation, Japanese, shakohachi means sucking dick. Oh, okay. Hilarious. And, <laughs> AKA butt stuff, too. Well, what? <laughs> we could be friends. Ah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll buy you a soda water. <laughs> I'm going to tell you one meditation story about the okay. flute. Uh, I got this gig. I'm supposed to play 
meditation music while people are meditating, and there's, wow. a, there's a guest speaker. Very cool. Yoga gig. Cool. F- 40 people, 20 women, 20 men, and there was a guest speaker. The guest speaker gave, gives a talk on how to relax the anal sphincter. Okay. Whoa. So he's giving his talk. And at one point, he says, okay, everybody breathe, take a breath, and flex, 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 flex <gasps> the anal sphincter. What? So I'm looking, I'm playing the flute, and I'm looking around the room, <laughs> and, and nobody's moving, but I know everybody's little sphincter <laughs> is oh, going <laughs> nuts. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so there, there I am, I'm playing background music for anal exercises. <laughs> I don't think, what a gig. See, see, that's how you... Yo, who books that? (laughs) (laughs) Alex just almost hit his head. That's how funny that was. Oh, man. (laughs) Only in in L.A. could I get that Only in L.A. You don't get that gig. That's great. (laughs) I'll tell you one more story? Yeah. Yeah, hit us. So before, this is way before I'm married. This is a long time ago. I'm um, in Seattle. I'm running this jazz club. I meet a woman. Back at the, when we go back to my place, we light candles. We're naked. She's dancing, and I'm blowing flute. Okay. Right? And it's beautiful. And then she sits down on the bed. And I, okay, so I'm blowing flute. And then I walk over to her, and I put the edge of my flute <gasps> right on her pussy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And out came this beautiful melody, just core, and I blew for like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Oh, wow. Just blowing this beautiful music. And then I stopped playing, and she said to me, David, you just blew away all my guilt about my body and all my guilt oh. about wow. my pussy, and, and I feel healed. Wow. And I, you can I, start a business. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I step on your punchline? That's the punchline. Oh, shit. <laughs> she stood up. She gave me a hug, and I'm thinking, I could do this for a living. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, hilarious. And that's the story I told on the night I met my wife. <laughs> she loved the comedy but was crazy about the flute. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. That oh is great. Oh my God. All right. Well, let's want, hear let's right? hear some flute keeper pants on, Alex. <laughs> I gotta put on my gooch. <laughs> Start flex, 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 All our listeners, please flex your booty Flex holes. your asshole right now. <laughs> flex your sphincter. Start flexing. This. That's how you know you're relaxed when you meditate. If your sphincter is relaxed, then you are relaxed. So <laughs> if your sphincter is not relaxed, you can't do anything right. <laughs> <laughs>
Shakuhachi. Ah, beautiful. Damn, I feel right at home. Oh my gosh. David. <laughs> David. <laughs> That's not the kind of Asian you are, Alex. <laughs> I had to keep it real, but uh, David, where where can uh, do you want people to find you on? Just go to www.davidzasloff.com. Awesome. Spell that out. David Zasloff, Z A S L O F F, like in funny, funny. Love it, love it. Excellent. Awesome. And uh, Alex, where can people find you? I'm on all social media at Dapper Duong. D-A-P-P-E-R-D-U-O-N-G. Holler. Got a lot of good stuff going on in the next couple of weeks, so uh, you might want to be there. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you can find me at Anna V is Fun. That's Anna with two N's on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at AnnaValenzuela.com and uh, check out my calendar for show dates. And uh, David, in case nobody's told you this today, uh, thank you and we love you. We love you. I love you. And... Uh, Alex, great Kiss. being here, by the way. Really, um, this is great. Yeah, pleasure, a wonderful thing. Yeah, I'm thank, feeling it. Thank you so much. Oh, I needed that. I that was that was the talk I needed today. I don't know what that flute did, but I feel great right now. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my dick has no more guilt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you've been healed. Yeah, you've been healed. <laughs> Music. Uh, okay. Not uh, guilty. Y'all got to feel me. Alex, I love you. Love you too, Anna. And if you're listening today uh, and no one's told you this yet, uh, we love you. Bye. We love you. Bye. We did it. Oh, that was so cool. Oh, my God. Thank you Woo. so much. Oh, my pleasure. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What a delight. Oh, my God. Hey, Mike. Oh, man. Oh, beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. 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 Thank you.